Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, articles, podcasts, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. So many things to get to. Razorback basketball through and through all the news that is coming out from it from the weekend, the disappointing ending to the Arkansas Razorback regular season, or at least the SEC tournament, and where they're going from there. But we'll start, of course, with the news that Arkansas has officially been invited to the NIT. Woohoo! No? Nothing? No excitement? At all? From any of you? Okay. Well, they got invited to the NIT. They accepted the invitation. And they are a five seed, which means that they will not be hosting an NIT game. They will instead go on the road to play the four seed Providence in Rhode Island. That's right. Game will happen tomorrow night at 8 p.m. It'll be on ESPN. And, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be honest, folks. There's not really much excitement here. There's not much excitement. And just basing it off of some of the ways that you have reached out to me and some of the ways that you have felt about this team and the, what they've really underachieved and really didn't accomplish what you wanted them to accomplish, it's kind of a downer, to be honest. And the, the fact is is that the latest news from it is that not only are they having to go and play in this game that literally means nothing, but Daniel Gafford... Their star player will be announcing he'll be going to the NBA and will not be participating in the NIT. That's right. He will not play his final game as a Razorback in the NIT. His final game as a Razorback was against Florida in the SEC tournament. And the thing is, is I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. This seems like it's such in a bad way. And I'm just going off of what I, what it feels like from fans and from the administration and everything. Everything just feels bad right now. And maybe I'm looking at it from a negative side of a perspective or something like that. But it just there's nothing to this right now. Like Gafford is gone. I've heard rumblings and grumblings of players looking to transfer, as many as three players considering transferring. Two of those players, which are being players that got a lot of minutes this year. I don't know exactly which players they are, but that's the rumor that's been going around. I heard that uh, there's people that are going around saying that Mike Anderson has been asked to make some changes specifically to his staff, which he is not apparently all in on and not really wanting to do, which, again, I don't blame him for that if that ends up being the case. But these are all just rumors and speculation going around from people of note and people that would actually be in the know. And it's just such a mess. It really is. Like... I've had so many people come up to me and tweet at me or whatnot and just say, you know what, who cares? Let's move on to baseball. Let's move on to baseball. Who cares? Well, you should care. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because you're saying you want to move on to baseball because it's a more positive uh, sport that you're good at, a sport that you can be proud of, a sport that's not going to really let you down, at least in the same way the football and basketball did these past season. It's something that you want to look forward to and you want to give the right amount of attention to because of how good it is. But you have to care about basketball, folks. You have to. You have to care about how your program is being ran. And I thought Wally Hall wrote a fantastic article. I know that's crazy to think. Some people crap on Wally. I like Wally. I don't care what anybody says. I like Wally Hall. 
but he wrote a fantastic article about leadership at the University of Arkansas and how it feels like it's been quite some time since leadership has been there. And even under Jeff Long, you felt like he was the leader, but as much of a leader as he may have been, he didn't really lead the right way. He didn't lead people. He just told people what he wanted to do. He told people how he wanted to do it, and he didn't listen to the people that he was leading. He, he was just so far ahead of everybody and so far above everybody that nobody could even get close to him of saying what he wanted to do. He wanted to do it the way he wanted to do it. And I feel like that was ultimately one of the reasons that led to his downfall. But ever since that time's happened, and I'm not saying Hunter Yurchek is not a leader at this point, it's just we as media members, you as fans, you haven't really seen anything from it. And it's been a short period of time. It's been a year. But the, it, the lack of leadership right now is a little alarming. The lack of accountability right now is a little alarming from top to bottom. And with the latest deal with Mike Anderson and this basketball team, and the current state of the program and where it's going, and, and assuming that some of these rumors and speculations are true, which I don't see any reason to believe why they're not, you got yourself a mess, and you're going to have to at some point in time address it. And I'm talking about Mike Anderson. I'm talking about Hunter Yurchek. I'm talking about everyone involved. You have to address the elephant in the room. You have to understand the fans' frustration, and you have to be aware of where you're at right now. And it's not a good place. It's not a good place. It's very toxic and very sour. But you, as a leader, have to step out and say, you know what, by God, this is what I'm going to do. This is what needs to be addressed. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's our plan. Here's our future. Believe in me. Follow me. I'll get you there to the promised land. That's what people want to hear. It's not always going to be the case to whether or not you get it right and you understand it. But that's what you need to say. You need to show power, show leadership. And there's just none of that right now. Razorback fans in general will hop on to anything that's competitive at a national level. Call it fair weather fans, that's fine. But you know what? If the softball team's really good, Razorback fans buy in. If the women's basketball team is really good, guess what? Razorback fans buy in. Razorback fans love to be good. They love to be competitive. And if you show competitiveness, it's not like one of these programs that even though they're good year in and year out, day in and day out, fans will support it all the time. And it's no difference in basketball. When you're good, fans will come out. But you're not good right now. You have no light at the end of the tunnel. You have no hope. And, it's again, it just could be this current state. It could be you listening into this podcast right now where things inevitably seem bad, seem like it's really confusing on what's going on and who's really doing what. But the fact of the matter is is that you have a basketball program that's in desperate need of help. It needs help. It needs drive. It needs dedication. It needs some sort of hope. And you don't have it. The NIT is the latest slap in the face of this program because no one's happy about it. No one's excited about it. Your best player is not going to be in it. You're probably going to get smashed by Providence, especially considering that there are a few players that look like they're wanting to transfer out or at least considering transferring out. So what if they do? 
What if all these things are true? Which again, I don't know if they are. But what if they are true? What if not only do you have Daniel Gafford leaving, but what if three players leave? What if somebody like Mason Jones leaves and Reggie Chaney leaves? Some guys that were young and raw but maybe had some potential. What happens when those guys leave? Then what are you left with? You're telling me you're going to fix all this with just on the hope of some grad transfers? You know, you're, you're just hoping that it'll just work out itself. The numbers will work out itself. You'll give maybe some JUCO players. You're late in the game. The recruiting class for this past year has already been signed in most parts. And in most cases, no one's even on the radar. Do you have a plan? Mike Anderson, do you have a plan? Hunter Yurichek, do you have a plan? I feel like right now it's like Red Dead Redemption 2 and everyone's looking to Dutch and he keeps saying, well, I have a plan. I just need time. Well, what's the plan? Give it to us. Because you can't handle, these fans can't handle this anymore. They can't handle the unbelievable amounts of mediocrity than averageness. That's not a word. I'm making it one, though. That's going on with this program, and it doesn't seem like anyone cares. Like, that's what's so frustrating. It doesn't seem like anybody gives a rip that things are average or below average right now. No one cares. It may not be true, but that's the perception that's being given. People want to see some fire. Some emotion. But the running through the motions of saying, oh, well, you know, young team, get better, got a plan, you know, whatever, that's not good enough. It's not good enough for you. It's not good enough for me. It's not good enough for anybody. I think Razorback fans just wish somebody would step up and show that they care. Show that they don't want this to happen anymore. Show that this is unacceptable. Show it. Because I'm telling you right now, folks, under Frank Broyles, you can say what you want about the man, but you never had to worry about the man ever, and I mean ever, accepting mediocrity. He fired Stan Heath after making it to -to back-to-back tournaments and probably would have made it to a third one. Because that's he says, quote, that's not what we play basketball for. That's not what we pay a coach for. We don't pay him just to get to the tournament. We pay him to advance in the tournament. Think about the balls on Frank Broyles. But that's what he had, and that's what Arkansas needs right now. They need somebody to step up and say, absolutely not, this will not be accepted, and here's how we are going to fix it. Somebody just say something. Because this constant speculation is what is driving the insanity and the emotions and the split in this fan base. Address the elephant in the room. Get people to understand where you're at and where you're going. And the rest will fall into place. But there has to be some sort of statement made. And it has to be made very soon. For everyone's sake involved. Hey, did you know you could fill out a tourney bracket at DraftKings this year? That's right. 
DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, has a totally free bracket with tens of thousands of dollars up for grabs. Everyone fills out a bracket during the tourney, so you might as well do it on an award-winning app with tons of free prizes. For the first time ever, DraftKings is offering a bracket battle promotion with $64,000 in prizes. You know how, you know how brackets work. Before tip-off of the first game of the tournament, just pick the winner of every game for every round. I'm thinking Duke. I'm probably going to be stupid for picking Duke because I'm. But listen, you got the best player. You got one of the best teams. I'm going with it. So it's simple as that. And here's all you have to do: just go to DraftKings and download the app. You all have phones. Download the app. And the best part is you play with free. And all you got to do is enter in this code: Locked On NCAA. Locked On NCAA. You can even set up a private group for you and your friends to complete for bagging bragging rights. So download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com now. Use code LOCKEDONNCAA to enter in the bracket battle promotion for free and compete for your share of $64,000. That's code LOCKEDONNCAA to enter your bracket for free only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. Be sure to check it out at DraftKings.com or download the DraftKings app. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, I did want to get into a few things that happened over the weekend, and this is kind of a weird thing for me because it's the SEC championship game between Auburn and Tennessee. I don't know how many of you watched it, but I watched it. Ended up being, I guess if you're an Auburn fan, a great game, but if you're a Tennessee fan, not so much. They get a huge victory there in the very end. So that was big. But either way, I love the fact that Kentucky was not in the SEC title game. I loved it. It made me so happy. It seemed like it was such a relief for so many different reasons. May not have been the right reasons, but it was reasons enough to me. It's not seeing them in the tournament was great. And not only that, and I think what added into that is just the representation that was given by the SEC into the NCAA. Because say whatever you want, the SEC has elevated their game. And even with Arkansas not making the NCAA tournament, the SEC got seven teams, seven teams into the NCAA tournament. The highest seeds, of course, Tennessee being a two seed, Kentucky being a two seed, LSU comes in as a three seed, Auburn as a five seed, which I thought was pretty low for Auburn, all things considered. Also, Mississippi State's a five seed, the same as Auburn. Auburn, who won the SEC tournament in convincing fashion. Florida got in as a 10 seed, Ole Miss as an 8 seed. So overall, it was a pretty good year for the SEC and all the teams that were involved. Of course, except if you're an Arkansas fan, you're not really too happy about that. Alabama didn't get in, Arkansas didn't get in, and those two teams will be playing in the NIT. So kind of a bummer there. But I love college basketball, for one, but there's just something special about the NCAA tournament. There is nothing better than having games throughout the whole day on CBS and on TBS and on TNT and hearing Chuck and those guys talk about these games. And, of course, you're hearing the song. That, da, 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 da. I mean, what is better than that throughout the whole day? And so everyone who fills out the brackets, it's – listen, here's the main rules that you have to know about brackets. Because people always throw around saying, you can only fill out one bracket. No, that's not the case. You can fill out multiple brackets because you should be about winning. Don't think about what's what's right or wrong. Think about winning. And what will get you winning is the better odds 
of you winning. Because listen, if you fill out one bracket and it sucks, you're going to lose everything. However, if you fill out one bracket that sucks and one bracket that's opposite of it so it doesn't suck that bad, you have a better chance of winning. So just throw all that case. The only thing that you have to worry about is filling out multiple brackets for one bracket pool. That can be problematic. Don't do that. That's trash. Even though I know that there are certain bracket pools that allow you to do multiple ones, I can't stop them. I have to just sit back and accept them. But I'm not a big fan of those and how people handle them. But anyways, we actually have uh, an NCAA tournament bracket going on on our show on the Morning Rush. So if you're listening to this podcast, we're giving away some great gifts, a, a Bud Light cooler, a really nice cooler too. We have some other giveaways too, some free stuff, some free food, free stuff in, in general. So it, it's free. Just You'll be fine with it. So just go to ESPN.com and type in Morning Rush into the group search and then use the password of go hogs all caps i did not choose the password i did not choose the setup that was done before i even arrived on the show but that's the password nonetheless so again just go to espn.com look for morning rush as far as in the bracket searches and then enter in the password in all caps go hogs again i like duke in this i do it just feels like anytime you have the best player, especially somebody like Zion that's motivated the way he is, I like their chances. And honestly, if you look at the draw, it's going to be pretty tough. But it's still Duke. I mean, Duke, you're probably going to have to end up playing LSU at some point, maybe Michigan State. And Michigan State's going to be a really tough team to be dealt with. But I feel like Michigan State also loses a lot in the in the early going. It's the NCAA tournament. Who really knows how it's going to play out? But I, I like Duke and... Honestly, in the South bracket, Tennessee's the two seed. I like them in that one because Virginia's the one seed. Not too concerned by them. The other teams that will be in there that might be of note is Purdue at the three seed. Not not that worried about them. Five seed Wisconsin? Nah. Kansas State? Mm. Maybe Villanova sneaking in on some people at the six seed. You can never rule out Jay Wright. But I like Tennessee. Tennessee in that side. So give me Duke and Tennessee both go into the final four on those sides. I'm not going to break down my whole bracket because that makes for horrible, horrible podcasting. But I'm at least going to give you the basics here. Uh, going into the West, Gonzaga has the one seed and their Michigan as the two seed. Now, this one's kind of a crapshoot because I don't ever trust Gonzaga to make it all the way, especially into the final four. And there are a few teams also that I don't trust. For instance, I don't trust Florida State at the four seed. They never seem to get anything going from there. Texas Tech has really not been playing very well as of late. They're the three seed. Don't really trust them. Michigan, I guess, would be up there. But honestly, I'm going to go with kind of a crazy pick here. This is going to be my crazy side of the bracket. All right? I'm going to have Michigan and Murray State meet in the Elite Eight. All right? Michigan and Murray State, because Murray State's got a fantastic player. If you have not seen him, go check him out on YouTube. I'm going to go with him. And then Michigan gets the victory to go on to the Final Four. So Michigan, not, not to say that they're one of the best four teams. They're just in a very favorable bracket. So give me Michigan on that side. And then in the Midwest, North Carolina, the one seed there. Kentucky, the two seed. That might be the best setup for an Elite Eight game. I'm hard to argue against it. Because here's the thing. In that side, you got North Carolina at the one. Kentucky at the two. Houston at the three, and Kansas at the four. So you're talking about three of the four top four seeds in that region are all blue-blooded programs. 
that one is going to be a bloodbath there. Ideally, you'd like to see North Carolina, Kentucky. North Carolina, I'm not too impressed by. Kentucky, I don't really trust either. So I'm going to probably go have to go with either Kansas in this regard. But, man, it's just tough because I don't know if anyone wants to play Auburn right now. I think it's going to end up being one of those three blue blood programs that make it to the Final Four. I don't want Kentucky because I hate Kentucky. So scratch them off. Give me Kansas. Going with a crazy pick. Wouldn't that be crazy if it was Houston and Kelvin Sampson? Well, the Razorback fans are all going to give him a call. But either way, that's what I'm looking like right now for the NCAA tournament, as if you all truly cared about. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. And we will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.